Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Before we get into the video, don't forget to like and subscribe with notifications on to be a part of the Reddit gang. Buy me a game you already own with your birthday money. So basically, one and a half weeks ago, my mum bought me Minecraft Jar Edition as an early birthday present, and I have always wanted it since it switched from £0 to £17. I live in England. And my entitled friend has Bedrock Edition on his Switch, as I do as well. Also, my birthday is next week, and I usually get more than £20 from the birthday cards totaled up, so that should explain why my birthday is in the title. On to the story. I told him that I got Java as an early birthday present a few hours after I got the game, and he was like, cool. And then yesterday, while I was playing on my survival world in Java, hunting blazes and wither skeletons in the nether, I received a phone call from him and paused the game to answer it. Here's how that call went down. Hey OP, wanna play some Minecraft? No, sorry, I don't really play much, and I'm more focused on Java edition. Ah, uh, okay, what are you doing in it? Just hunting some blazes and wither skellies in the nether. Cool, cool. You got any skulls yet? Not yet, but luckily my sword has smite 4, looting 2, and more. Uh, I wish I had it. Same, then we could play Bed Wars on Hypixel. Just gonna quickly take this chance to plug my second channel, Redditor Plays, where I do play on Hypixel quite a lot, so go and subscribe over there. And play regular survival too. Oh, that's not how it works. You have to buy a realm to play with friends. That's why it's labeled single player on the title screen. Oh, okay. Also, maybe you can buy it with your birthday money? I literally laugh at him thinking he's joking. I'm not joking. Sorry, but no, I'm buying stuff that I want. But why not? You'll probably get over £100 in your birthday cards. I wish. I usually get like £45 most of the time. See, that's more than enough to buy the game for me and buy a realm for us to play on. Now you want me to buy you the game and a realm? Heck no. But you gifted me games on Steam. Yeah, on your birthday. So what? I can hear him starting to get a bit agitated. Listen here, I'm not buying you a £17 game with my birthday money. End of call. Then I hung up and powered off my phone. I'll update after my birthday to tell you guys if he did anything there. Well, luckily enough for us, OP has actually provided an update. Now, this is a message that his entitled friend sent him. F you, I saw the post on Reddit about me begging for you to buy Minecraft Java, even though you are selfish and spoiled. Lamau, chill, dude. Wait, so the kid actually found this post on Reddit. That is fantastic. Now, you may think that is the end of all this, but no, there's more. Ex-friend ruins my Minecraft birthday cake because I refuse to buy him Minecraft Java. So after the previous post, he never contacted me until my birthday. IRL, not text slash phone call. And my birthday was on Wednesday, the 18th of September. And three of my friends were invited. My friend, my girlfriend, and my entitled friend. And we played some games, watched some Stranger Things on Netflix with a few snacks, and when my entitled friend arrived, I made sure my bedroom door was locked. 
all was well. Apart from my entitled friend was moaning that he doesn't like Stranger Things. He does, we watched it a few weeks ago at a sleepover and he said he loves the series. Until my mum brought out her amazing homemade Minecraft chocolate cake. Massive creeper face. I would have taken a photo of it, but my phone was upstairs in my locked room and my mum says she needs to go to the bathroom. Unfortunately for a poop, here's how it went. I start to blow out the 17 candles. But my entitled friend says, this is for not buying me Java edition of Minecraft, you idiot. He proceeds to shove my face into the cake and then push me, causing my head to hit the wall quite hard. My other friend said, what the heck are you doing, EF? You just hurt him. My girlfriend responded, stop, leave his cake alone. He told me how long it took his mother to make it. He should have thought about that when he refused to buy me Java edition. He proceeds to throw the cake onto my Minecraft trousers. Hey, what? Shut up, a-hole. My friend pulls my entitled friend away. Get the F off me. Get out of my house now, EF. At this point, my mum had finished being on the toilet. What's going on down here? I heard a laugh. She sees the cake on the floor and my friend pulling my entitled friend who has a bit of cake on his hands. Me with a lot of cake on my crotch and my face and my girlfriend looking there, mouth wide open. What the heck has happened while I was upstairs? My girlfriend explains everything to her. Ugh. My mum starts calling my entitled friend's parents. I'm calling your parents, mister, and you are never allowed in my house ever again. OP, you better cut contact with him no i will rubbing the back of my head moral of the story don't mess with my mum it turns out he posted something on twitter saying he got grounded for three weeks ha because of me if you want i will post a picture of the post i wasn't badly hurt the police needn't be involved just a small bruise on the back of my head my girlfriend is also watching me type this correcting anything because she has a better memory than me well dang first this kid wanted to steal all your money and then he wanted to destroy your cake sounds like this guy isn't the best friend to me moving on to our next story karen crashed into my jeep and expects me to pay her cash for her damages because her children will starve if she pays to fix her car so some backstory i own a jeep hashtag jeep life fully built lift kit add bumpers the whole shebang So one day I'm coming home from work. It's a summer day, the roof is off and I'm having some open top fun. I stop at a red light and suddenly screech, bang. I drive forward slightly and go back to assess the damage. And lo and behold, it's a Mercedes C-Class, new one at that as well. Completely destroyed from the front and my beautiful Jeep had no damage apart from a few scratches. I went to check on the passenger of the Merc and got them out. Luckily, she was unharmed. These Mercs are definitely safe. Under a minute after she's out of the car, she's Start screaming about how I wrecked her car. I told her calmly that she was the one who rammed into me. I think she understood how my hitting her would be impossible. Yeah, surely if she's hit you from the back, there's no way that you could have hit her from the front, right? I offered to share our insurance details because I knew that Mercedes damage doesn't come cheap, but she said she didn't have insurance. She insisted that I pay her 10k cash. How she got this number, I don't know. I said that was just plain wrong as one, she hit me and two, it's her fault for not having insurance. She then went on a ramble on how her kids needed the money and they had no money at the time and now her kids will have to starve because she will have to pay to fix her car and how it will all be my fault when they are on the street tomorrow. Yeah, on the street with a Mercedes, my butt. That is why you should have insurance. But no, she said that she would call the cops if I didn't pay her. I refused as this is just dumb. So then she called the cops. 
yeah. The cops came, assessed the damage, and asked us what happened. And she said, and I quote, He backed into me at full speed on a red light. Shake my head. Then they asked me what happened, and I told them, and it became a he said, she said situation. Luckily, a shopkeeper was there and saw the whole thing and even captured it on a surveillance camera. Needless to say, I came out on top. The cops got her for reckless driving and driving without insurance. She then started yelling at the cops about how they would just let a criminal get away. They explained that I did nothing wrong and that they now have video evidence. The partner of the cop came to me and told me if I could drive, I can leave. So I got in my Jeep and left. I never want to have a Karen experience again. It's just not worth it. No, you're absolutely right about that. Well, pretty bad situation for you to be in. I hope somehow you got some money to fix the scratches on your Jeep. Moving on to our final story of the day. Entitled mum calls me a racist and causes my three-year relationship to end. The whole incident starts about a week ago at my now ex-boyfriend's mother's house. It was her birthday celebration and was a pretty large-scale event with lots of their friends and family attending. His mother and I had never had a great relationship relationship even before all of this happened she made it very clear to me in no uncertain terms on several occasions that she didn't approve of me being with her son accusing me from everything to being a gold digger to having jungle fever despite all that i'm given an invitation out of obligation if nothing else and i decide that i'm going to go all in and put my best foot forward i put on my best outfit get my makeup done and have my mum, who's a hairstylist do my hair i have her braiding about a quarter of my hair into cornrows and with the rest of it being normal short hair being spruced up and covering one of my eyes because i'm bad at describing it think like spider gwen only imagine that the shave part of her head is cornrows i was running late from having to work that day and having to get myself ready so when i show up to the house the party is already in full swing i notice that i'm getting a few looks from his family members and at first i think it's just my mum's hard work paying off especially when one of his little cousins comes up and tells me how pretty i look Finally, I managed to find my boyfriend in the backyard hanging out with his mum. I come up to say hi and to give hugs, but when she looks at me, she gives me this death glare like I just spit in her face. She starts off on this rant that starts off with, look at this little white girl, and divulges into a full-blame tirade with her screaming at me. I'm going to be paraphrasing a bit since I don't remember verbatim what exactly was said, but the core of it was her calling me a racist POS for having the nerve to show up with my hair braided. How I was using black culture to look pretty without having to experience the hardships that community goes through and to top it off calling me maga lady several times i'm straight up sobbing as i try to defend myself and she's mocking me for crying and the entire time her family members including my boyfriend are straight up indifferent or encouraging her my boyfriend falling into the indifferent category wait he should be defending you she finishes by throwing her glass of wine on my blouse before finally getting pulled back by her husband who tells me i need to leave my boyfriend walked me to the door with his mum continuing to mock the fact that i'm crying he tells me he'll see me back at my place later and goes back to the party i was pretty hurt by that and i spend a good chunk of time in my car trying to collect myself before i managed to calm down enough to drive home i thought that my boyfriend was there sticking up for me or at least telling her she overreacted but as i found out later that wasn't the case when he showed up to my place he said that he didn't approve of how his mum handled the situation but told me that he did understand why she did what she did and that what i did was wrong and racist really 
He then told me that I needed to apologize to his mum right away and to his family in a few months at the family reunion. And if I couldn't do that, he couldn't see the relationship working out. Needless to say, I'm pretty hurt. And I ended up telling him all of the frustration I've been keeping in about how he never goes to bat for me whenever his mum is disrespecting me. How he always finds a way to take her side or spin it like I'm overreacting. Long story short, we end up breaking up after I made it clear that I'm not going to apologize. Well, well done to you. With him saying that if I don't get it, he can't explain it to me. Part of me is happy that I don't have to deal with this anymore, but I think I'm more angry and sad that his mum has him so thoroughly wrapped around his finger, and I had to give up on a guy that I thought was the one. Well, to be honest with you, OP, after this debacle, I don't think this guy is the one at all. He seems just as bad as his mother. Yeah, his mother is the one accusing you of being racist, but he is allowing her to do this without standing up for you. Like, what good is a boyfriend if he doesn't stand up for his partner? That makes no sense to me. It's good that you got rid of him. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. I'm the pilot's daughter, not a babysitter. This story takes place around 2007, when I was about 15 or so. For a short backstory, my dad was a pilot for a little over 20 years and retired about eight years ago due to poor health. In 2007, he was still flying for a private charter company who gave him a semi-old Merlin to fly. His job was to fly the owners of the plane to anywhere they needed to go to run their businesses in the US or take them on vacation with their families. Though around this time, my parents were filing for a divorce and my dad decided that I needed a vacation from my toxic mother. So after getting the okay from the boss he was scheduled to fly, my dad surprised me and told me he was taking me with him to Florida for a few days. Obviously, I was super excited since I love flying with my dad in co-pilot ever since I was little. Of course, I loved watching him work. It was always really cool. Now on to the story. My dad and I got up at around 4am and drove to the small airport where he had parked his plane. He left it there when he wasn't working so he wouldn't have to make the 4 plus hour drive into the big city where his bosses were stationed. After we flew to the small charter airport in the big city, we prepared the plane by cleaning the leather seats, restocked the cooler of drinks, and once his boss and his family arrived, my dad and I loaded up their luggage. Already, my dad was a bit uneasy. You see, with a Merlin, you're not supposed to load up the back side of the plane with too much weight as it causes the tail to dip a bit if you load it too much it can either cause the plane to tip backwards or potentially damage the tail on takeoff luckily my dad managed to convince his boss to leave behind things they wouldn't really need on their trip so their personal driver could take it back home the boss and my dad got along pretty well and he made sure to always take my dad's word very seriously since my dad was an expert pilot the boss's wife on the other hand was a very entitled person who will now be called angie she brought a nanny with her let's call her steph that was her personal friend steph's job was to babysit angie's two boys around five and six and also babysit angie's one-year-old baby daughter while on this trip 
Dad was already a bit angry because he had already put it in their flight plan that we only had six people and one infant in total on the plane and didn't know that Angie was bringing Steph. Now he needed to make a few phone calls to fix this so he wouldn't get in trouble with the FAA. While my dad was doing this, Angie was whining and moaning about how hot it was sitting in the plane and was whining about my dad taking so long. Thankfully, the boss told her to stop and reassured her we would take off soon. Already, I had a bad impression of her. This was gonna be a long flight. We took off from the airport, and while the family and Steph sat in the back, my dad got to work. He was talking back and forth with the tower, getting clearance on turning and ascending to higher altitudes, saying things like, number XXX, departure, airport we left, en route to Florida airport, requesting to ascent to 8,000. I could hear it all from my headset as I watched him work the console. We were about an hour into our flight when I noticed a flashing light on the console. I looked down to see it was coming from what I call the plane status gauge, and it was blinking red for the right wheel compartments. I asked my dad if that was normal, and he seemed a bit confused. However, he reassured me that it shouldn't be a problem a few minutes later the right side began to shake pretty badly in a rhythmic way and we knew that that was not turbulence i asked him since on his gps it said we were near another major city if we should land and find out what's wrong he agreed and after talking to his boss we landed safely while we waited in the terminal for my boss and dad i was watching the news in the main lobby while angie and steph who was holding the baby complained about the stop ah why did your dad land we're gonna be late yeah, like, didn't you have a reservation at some rich restaurant? Ah, uh, yes, I'm gonna have to call my driver to cancel it. I can't believe he's trying to ruin this for me. I'm gonna have to talk to my husband about why he bothers with him. He's clearly incompetent and he looks like he's lazy. I mean, look how fat he is. I was nearby listening the whole time as this arrogant woman was belittling my father behind his back. My dad is a very large man with Russian qualities. He had a very stern face most of the time, icy blue eyes, and has been through too much stuff in his life, which has made him have a very straight-to-the-point attitude. I respected my dad, and hearing her talk rubbish about him just made me furious. However, I didn't want to get my dad into trouble for saying anything, so I just kept quiet and watched TV. After about two hours, of waiting we find out the problem with the merlin it turned out that as we were taking off a piece of metal debris that was on the runway got sucked up into the wheel compartment of the right side causing the landing gears hydraulics to not lock the wheels into place once the wheels went up it was constantly moving up and down tearing up the insides and damaging the wheel we got very lucky that we decided to land otherwise it would have made it very dangerous for us to fly or land safely in florida if we made it there so my dad personally began to make calls to arrange another chartered flight for the boss and family with the company at this airport while the boss stayed with the plane to hear what it was going to cost to fix it meanwhile angie is letting her two boys run around the terminal like wild monkeys they were annoying the staff leaving a mess and overall just being wild animals however i don't blame them the only source of entertainment was the tv and a pool table on the restricted second floor the in-ground pool that was at the back was closed due to cracks that needed to be repaired i look to angie and say this Excuse me, mom. It's not really safe to let them run around. Your kids could get hurt. Oh, OP, they're fine. Boys will be boys. You can just look after them. Uh, what? You want me to look after them? Of course. You've clearly been watching them, so you can just babysit them for now. After all, your dad said it will take a few hours, right? 
Steph and I are having some wine while we wait. She had Steph buy some bottles from the liquor store for the trip. Since she's watching my baby, our hands are tied. Are you sure that's a good idea? It'll be fine. I need my mummy time so you can handle it, right? My boys are sweet, so if you tell them to stop, they'll listen. That didn't happen. I ended up chasing the boys around the airport terminal for about three hours, telling them to stop or just trying to keep them from getting into more trouble. I had to pull them out of offices, keep them from crossing the do not enter line for the pool, keep them out of the fridge and the pilot lounge, and many times had to run outside to keep them from going out onto the airport taxiway. I didn't want to get blamed if they were run over or got seriously hurt from the equipment out on the ramp. While I was running around making sure these two didn't get into any more trouble, Angie continued to whine and complain about how long it was taking to leave and how we're not going to make it to the beach today This trip is gonna be ruined. How could your dad do this to us? My boys were looking forward to the beach It was finally around 9 p.m. When the boys passed out in their chairs in the terminal and I was beyond exhausted So I collapsed on the couch my dad came in to check on me and he noticed how exhausted I was He asked me if I was alright and I made sure to quietly tell him what happened I even pointed over to Angie and Steph who were laughing while finishing off their second bottle of wine Pretty drunk while the baby slept in her carrier beside them My dad was angry but he was proud of me for trying to make sure he didn't get into trouble He knew he couldn't take Angie on himself since she was the boss's wife However, he knew how to get her into trouble in a professional manner He called his boss and told him that they need to talk about another safety issue that came up when the boss shows up He asked my dad what's wrong and my dad said this Sir, I just wanted to let you know that your wife and the nanny have had about two bottles of wine And I will have to inform the pilot who will be flying you to florida Really? Why? You see, if someone is intoxicated while flying in a small charter plane like ours, it's very dangerous. A pilot will be obviously in the front seat and unable to watch your wife and nanny. If your wife or nanny had any complications, got sick, or needed any medical attention, there would be a high possibility the pilot wouldn't be able to help or land quick enough to help them. Not to mention, one of them could open the hatch door and could risk killing everyone. The last part was BS, since most hatches were set up to open only in an emergency and were very hard to open. The boss is visibly fuming at this point. What do you suggest? Seeing how Steph is intoxicated as well, I believe it would be safer to wait until tomorrow morning to leave. It's not a good idea to put your kids in danger, especially at an airport or in the air. Thankfully, my daughter was able to keep them from going out onto the ramp, but I would seriously consider your options when flying, sir. The boss walks over to his wife and Steph, and after arguing with her for a good while, he tells them they are staying the night in a hotel, and he and the kids will head to Florida ahead of them since he had a meeting first thing in the morning. Angie began to complain and yell at her husband, who quickly shut her down and told her he would send her home if she didn't listen to him. And since Steph got drunk on the job, he told her that she would be fired if he caught her doing that around his boys again. He even gave me 200 bucks for keeping his kids out of trouble for Steph, which I shared with dad. The boss left with his kids, the two women were taken by a driver to a hotel, and my dad and I took a flight all the way back home since we weren't needed to fly them anymore. We ended up going to Colorado about a few weeks later once the plane was fixed. Had a blast. Well, that is great to hear. So to sum up, the plane was damaged, the boss's wife let her two kids run around an airport and almost got hurt while she got drunk on wine with their nanny. So the boss took another plane with his kids while he and his wife and nanny stayed the night in a hotel to sober up. 
This story had a little bit of everything, but it's a good thing that the nanny and the mum were not allowed to fly intoxicated. I assume on small private planes like this, there are no staff like assistants or waiters or things like that. So yeah, OP's right. If one of them had become ill, the pilot really couldn't have done much since they have to fly the plane. So it's good that they weren't allowed to fly. So overall, I guess well done to OP and indeed the pilot for sorting this out. Anyway, that is the end of this story. A bit of a longer one, but very interesting nonetheless. I hope you enjoyed it and again let's try and hit that 5,000 like target i've never really set a target before so let's see how close we can get thanks again for watching and i will see you all tomorrow with some more reddit stories do you love anime gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do then join us on crunchyroll presents the anime effect i'm nick friedman i'm lee alec murray and i'm leah president Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.